Hello and welcome to Every Rocky Ever. This is a brand new podcast that is part of the Rocky Mountain Rooftop Podcast Network, a Rockies affiliate of the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Skylar Timmons, a regular at Rocky Mountain Rooftop and the Affected by Altitude Podcast. And this is a fun project uh, because with me for this show, hopefully for this journey, is my very own brother, my oldest brother, uh, by 11 years. There's four of us, and he's the oldest. And huge lifetime Rockies fan is my very own brother, Dustin Timmons. Dustin, thank you for joining me. Uh, it, this seems like a fun opportunity for us. It's exciting. Anytime we can talk about the Rockies and its history, uh, for me, it's always a very fun time. And uh, I'm excited to to be here. And I've been listening to the Affected by Altitude podcast since it came out. And uh, getting a chance to to participate now a little bit, so I'm excited. Yeah, it's it's an awesome opportunity because uh, that that's kind of the big bond that you and I have is through baseball and particularly the Rockies. I think a lot of our conversations <laughs> di- diverge back into talking about the Rockies and everything. And uh, most of what I know about baseball comes from you and, and your history with everything. And I wanted to explain a little bit about our inspiration for this show. Uh, what was it? New Year's Day 2022. So last year, uh, on New Year's Day, we had seen one of those accounts that was every Marlin ever. There's been a couple of podcast or a couple of Twitter accounts like that. And then I had written a couple of articles over at Purple Row about former Rockies, and you kept feeding me former Rockies to talk about. And finally, I think we just kind of, I pulled the, pulled the trigger on it, created every Rocky ever over on Twitter and went through the process of posting every single former Rocky, uh, up in, I'm pretty current right now, uh, with that and have had tons of interactions with that. And you were always a big proponent of that too. And following that, it was cool seeing all the former Rockies that interacted with that and guys that would pop up, people who shared stories and I, I, I think for the most part, it's been a nice trip from down memory lane for a lot of people. And I, I know that was something that I think you always enjoyed and were supportive of with it. Yeah, and it was it was fun to see that interaction of former players that are on Twitter, uh, but then also other fans, the different shares and the, the different tidbits that everybody had. Um, because I think that's a great thing that sports provides is even though you may not meet a player in person ever, but you watch and you feel like you have that connection with them. And so seeing those memories pop up of a, you know, former players and you, it takes you back to that time when that, that player was important to you or they frustrated you mm-hmm. for that big moment in a game or, or whatever it may be. I think that's, what's cool about the day that we live in and being able to interact with the social media and seeing uh, some of those former players start interacting and saying, you know, commenting on a certain teammate they had. Mm-hmm. And it gives us just a little more insight at the, you know, the life of, of a ball player and that, that brotherhood and friendship and those relationships that they can create. Yeah. And it was cool. Cause it would bring back memories for those players themselves or their kids would see it and share it you know, on Twitter. They'd retweet it and then their dad would pick up on it and share some thoughts on it. 
man, guys that would just have opportunity to share stories on players. Um, I think one that I enjoyed was Brad Hop, who quiet guy. You probably don't hear much from him. Kind of sneaky there on Twitter, uh, but he saw. I can't remember which one. It was the Rocky that had passed away uh, when he was with the Cardinals. Uh, the name escapes me at the moment, which that bodes well for a podcast about every Rocky ever. <laughs> was it the Daryl Kyle? Yeah, I, I think it was Daryl Kyle and Brad Hop sharing a story about uh, when he was uh, there when he was a rookie. They were getting ready to go on a on a road trip somewhere, and it was kind of. Daryl Kyle kind of teaching him, like, hey, we we try to dress up for the road trips. And he didn't have any shoes. Brad Hop didn't have any dress shoes or anything. And Daryl Kyle you know, went ahead and got him some shoes when he was a rookie. And so uh, those cool connections and, and getting to know the players. And I think for a lot of people, it was also seeing like, man, that guy was a Rocky. A lot of those, yeah. those lost to history type of guys. Like people always forget Jason Giambi <laughs> and, and guys like that. But that's kind of the the goal that we have here is hopefully to to share some of those stories, those memories about guys, talk about their careers, and continue to build that community relationship, of building the Rockies history because that's that's sometimes something that we talk about. The Rockies sometimes aren't great about celebrating their entire history. There's guys that get lost to time if they're not the Todd Heltons, the Andres Galarragas, but there there's guys throughout the whole history that had good years, some had bad years. Uh, but just solid guys, and sh- give them a chance to to shine a light on them, and hear feedback from the fans, hear their memories of people, and everything. And that's kind of why I wanted to bring you along with this, because you've been around for the entire history of the team. Now, the day we're recording this is his birthday, just turning the big three eight, and so he's had his whole life. You're eight years older than the Rockies. We're celebrating their thirtieth anniversary. Here and I just kind of want to get what's your history with the Rockies, Dustin? How did you become a fan of them, and what's kept you around for thirty years? Uh, well, you know, we grew up in South Central Colorado, where uh, we lived out in the middle of nowhere, and so we didn't get to watch Rockies games on TV until a lot later on in 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 our lives. And what we did get was the radio broadcast. We could get it up on the radio. And so I remember, uh, you know, our dad was, he was a big Oakland A's fan. And so, you know, we'd always known about baseball stuff. But then once the Rockies came into the picture in 93, we listened to the games on the radio and living 20 minutes outside of town we'd get the majority of those games in the car mm-hmm. as we're going to and from different activities and whatnot so that's those are some of my first uh, my first memories of the rockies uh, some of those big names that that would pop up listening listening to them on the radio and then we'd try to make it at least once a year, once a season up to a Rockies game. And we went to a couple of them at Mile High Stadium. And then when they made it over to Coors Field, I remember it was a big thing to see the the purple, the Mile High Row, because mm-hmm. that's, I think, where our first tickets were, <laughs> way up in the nosebleeds. And then 
you know, it, I, in my baseball career, playing in high school and getting to be having more interaction with it, playing in college and playing against guys that made it to the pros, guys that uh, have different had different paths. They're currently uh, working in Major League Baseball and all that. Uh, the Rockies, for me, is is a very big part of my life as frustrating as they are <laughs> and as awesome as they can be at times, very few times, but, uh, you know, I think somewhere in there that, you know, I bleed purple and through the thick and thin, it's again, like I said, something that's really cool about sports is th- that connection that you can make. And, and even though I have nothing, no ownership in the Rockies, but I do feel, you know, that they are part of part of me, and I don't want that to to ever leave. Yeah, and I think that's the the thing that sometimes forget is we're so passionate about these teams because they are a big part of our lives, and we feel as as members of that team. Well, we're not suiting up and taking the field or making all the decisions. No, we feel like we have a say in what in what's going on, and just because it means so much to us. And no, I never. I, I'm learning stuff here new too, people, because like I mentioned, there's that big age difference between Dustin and I, about a decade between us. And I never knew that you guys went to Mile High Stadium and stuff. Uh, well, there's one that that their dad will, he's, he's probably still mad about it, but it was a double header against the Marlins. I believe is the Marlins or the Mets. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. So it was a double header at mile high. We went, saw the first game and it was probably me that I would just, I just got sick. <laughs> you know, I'm still a little kid. And so I didn't, it was boring. It was long. It was a slug fest. Mm-hmm. The game took forever. And like, I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. And it's like, well, should we stay for the second game? And I was like, I want to get out of here. <laughs> and we ended up leaving. And I think my dad was still kind of <laughs> upset about that. <laughs> um, but that was, that was one of those big memories, you know, getting a purple foam finger Mm-hmm. I had on my, I kept that up on my wall for a long time. Uh, I, I don't know how I got it. It might have been when we went to one of those games, uh, the 1993 team deck of cards. Mm-hmm. There's 30, 30 players. I still have that, that uh, almost in mint condition. Mm-hmm. But some of those, those little memories that uh, from way back in the day. And it's fun to fun to remember that and 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 see, but something else that really makes me that reminds me of the old time players and stuff is is video games. Mm-hmm. That's Rockies and baseball is number one, and right behind it is you know our our hobby of video games and playing those. It, it, we didn't get the, the MLB the show coming out every single year. You know we had the outdated game and mm-hmm. learning all these players that, you know, even before the Rockies were a team. And then we got the, the game that came out after 1994. And so we learned all those original Rockies 
and then we didn't get a new game until 1999 mm-hmm. and saw some of those and, and so i think that that was some of the some of the those names of players that pop up i remember those video games mm-hmm. I'm like oh yeah i remember him on that game yeah and that's what kind of my first introductions were to kind of pivot to explain my own history with the rockies was playing those games or watching you play them because we had MLB PA baseball on the Super Nintendo. So not even affiliated with MLB. There's just the players. So you could have the names, but you had your Denver purple team. <laughs> and you now you get those names. And then it was All-Star Baseball 2000 on the Nintendo 64 that I remember playing playing all the time. And the announcers, you know, Larry Walker. And, then, and those guys coming up to bat. And then that's what kind of kept it. Well, I didn't pay much attention to it growing up because, like you said, we didn't watch the Rockies on TV as much. I just kind of by osmosis through you and and through Dad. Is there's Todd Helton, there's Larry Walker. Those are kind of our big guys. I didn't know anything about. Them. I knew Larry Walker got traded in 2004, but it wasn't until for me about 2007, probably for a lot of people, especially my age, that that's when it really cemented. That Rockies fandom, if I was in sixth grade when the, the World Series run happened, I, I remember we'd listen to it, we'd ride, have an hour-long bus ride home on the school bus, and if there was a day game during those playoffs, the bus driver like, hey, you guys want to listen to this? We're like, heck yeah, we do. And he'd pop that on, and we'd listen to it. And, uh, cool stuff like that, and I just remember watching that during that series run, and that's when we finally got <laughs> TV to actually start watching the games regularly because again our, our dad was we got to watch this and so we got you know, the satellite tv back and we could watch it and so i remember those memories and then it just kind of cemented after that of i was all rockies all the time going in wholeheartedly you know focusing on the game and you know, that's still some of my my favorite memories even just sitting watching games listening to them on the radio and what people don't probably don't understand in Southern Colorado, where we grew up, depending on which direction you're facing going on the road traveling, it's <laughs> determined how good of a radio signal you'd get. And so if you're going you know, east to west, it's a lot more staticky. And then going north to south, we get a clear reception and everything. So those are most of my memories, too, of just listening to it and going to games, watching as much as I can. And then now... As I, I get out of college, and I'll get to write about the Rockies, and we'll podcast about them, and stay and fully ingrained in that uh, as a career pursuit, I guess. Uh, that's kind of where my history whole lies in everything. But it's nice too, is sometimes I feel like you're the one that comes to me now to kind of get that that Rockies fix and news, as you're a busy guy, and so I have the time I can do that. <laughs> Yeah, nobody else can nerd out about them as much as we can. Mm-hmm. I try to get, you know, I, I I'm a high school Spanish teacher, and I get to talking with some of the boys, and and nobody there's <laughs> in the ten years I've taught, there's been maybe two or three that were kind of up there on knowledge mm-hmm. and staying up, and the rest are all just kind of casual, uh, casual fans that I can't get in in-depth discussion with them 
uh, I've had a couple of coworkers throughout my my life that I could really get after. Mm-hmm. A buddy that we have in Alamosa, he would he he, he we could have some pretty good conversation with them, mm-hmm. but it it's maybe it's a little uh, it's a little unhealthy our relationship with the Rockies and our Probably. obsession of wanting them to 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 succeed and and do things right mm-hmm. or do things that we wish they would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's still fun. Yeah, and you said we have so many memories connected to them. Uh, something I wanted to ask is, what have been some of maybe your favorite Rockies memories that you've had in your life? Because I, I know there's a couple that you've we've talked about before that are pretty cool, but what have been some of your favorite? I'll I'll, I'll say some that I always remember, even though they're almost insignificant. I remember, I don't even know what... I was running around town when I was, I don't remember how old I was, like maybe middle school aged. And I remember driving around town with, with our mom, she had some things to do. And, and I remember listening to a Rockies game. It was a game Pedro Stasio was pitching. It might've been against the Dodgers, I think, but it was, it was one that we were running around all day and I sat in the car during the whole time and listen to the whole game on the radio. Um, and I just always, rem- I don't remember the outcome, <laughs> but I just remember it was one of Pedro Stasio's, you know, where he probably gave up seven runs and seven mm-hmm. innings and they won 14 to 12. But it was one of those uh, when I was playing baseball at Yushu Pueblo I think this was in 2008. Uh, we're, we get on the bus. We're heading out to Kearney, Nebraska to play. And when we got on the bus, we traveled. It was We left late and traveled during the night. And we got in the bus. Actually, we're, I was stuck in one of those passenger vans. And we said, hey, let's listen to the Rockies game. They're playing San Diego in San Diego. And we started the game as we left Pueblo. And to get out to Kearney, geez, I want to say it was like six hours. The game was still going on by the time we got to Kearney. Mm-hmm. And all of us were waiting to get into our, our rooms to get our room keys so we could go put it on TV to finally finish. <laughs> that was that, what, the 25-inning game? Yeah, 22-inning game. Inning, yeah, the Kip Wells there at the end. And it took forever. <laughs> and we were just like, that again, like we said, the radio signals, we'd go and we'd be hearing it. It would be coming in clear, good and everything. And then it would, it, the signal would just disappear. And then we're waiting and waiting and waiting. And then it would pop back up and we're like, holy cow, they're still going on. <laughs> so that, that was one of those random funny memories of the, of the Rockies. Uh, going to, to, uh, the 2007 season when they made it, you know, they went on that streak at the end. Me and my buddies got tickets to the last regular season game and, you know, saw the one Manny Corpus jumped off the mound, grabbed the, that the ground ball threw it to first and it clenched the wild card spot, you know, the, to, to push it into game 163. Mm-hmm. We were there. I remember another one was, uh, 
when Barry Bonds was hitting the home runs all over the place and we saw him hit the the three home runs there at Coors Field. Mm-hmm. It was like you know six, number 60, 61, 62 or 61, 62, 63 and he was just a monster mm-hmm. there at Coors. <laughs> but those are those are some of those um uh, best most uh, I guess one one the last one. Uh, we went to spring training in uh, spring training of 2008. So I got two actually. And we went down to Tucson. I think that was the last year they were in Tucson for spring training. I met Todd Helton, shook my hand, and I got starstruck and didn't know <laughs> what to say. Uh, met Dexter Fowler. We went back to the minor league fields, and I saw one of my old teammates from Otero Junior College. He's he was pitching for Tulsa, uh, Sean Jarrett. And I saw, saw him on the mound. I know that guy. So I waited when he got in the dugout, yelled at him, talked to him real quick. We went up in the stands and we're watching a game. And some of the minor league pitchers were taking charts and stuff. And and uh, I sat there and talking to the, to, the, to the Latin players. And it was Ishmael Rogers. And so I talked to him in Spanish for a little while and it's cool just to interact with them. And, and that's just some of those, those little things about the connection with the Rockies. And then we got to play against the sky socks mm-hmm. and, and I, I got to own one of the, one of our, one of the best former Rockies ever who is over one against me, <laughs> a certain Carlos Gonzalez. But not little Johnny Herrera. Oh, little Johnny Spark Plug. <laughs> that guy could hit. Yeah, and that's the big reason why we I wanted to have Dustin kind of join in on this because of just this cool, not only baseball knowledge and history of the Rockies, but also these cool little experiences. Because uh, everywhere, everywhere we go with Dustin, there's always seems to be a connection somewhere by some serendipitous way. Uh, one moment that I always think of with you is when our dad got one tickets from work to go to a game and they got nice, you know, right above the third base dugout seats. And he took our mom and well, you were going to school in Pueblo and our other brother, that's just above me and we weren't doing anything. And so we come up and you get us three rock pile seats. And I think that was the first and last time I've ever sat in the rock pile. Uh, because it was just an awful day, so hot. Uh, we were sitting up there on those metal bleachers. There's old guys just out there tanning, nothing but their shorts on. And the thing that still sticks with me is when we're sitting there and they'd go around with the misters, the the people walk around with the misters squirting people, and we're sitting there and we feel a spray hit us from the from the right side of our blind eye. We're like, we don't see the people around, and we look over and there's a guy taking a big old bite out of a hot dog that he had just bought. And so we had just gotten sprayed with the hot dog juice. And that was disgusting. And I can tell you what the outcome of that game was, but that's just what sticks with me is just those awful rock pile seats and the guy eating a hot dog and squirting us with it. (laughs) Awful, awful memories, but fun ones nonetheless. Uh, And everything. And, Last thing we kind of want to touch on here before we wrap up, since this is every Rocky ever, kind of give a little overview 
finishing up our conversation here. What were some of your favorite Rockies growing up? Because uh, you have your guys. There's obviously the, the big names, but there's a lot of other guys that you've always, I think, enjoyed and considered favorite Rockies. Now, starting out from the very beginning, I think John Vanderwall. Mm-hmm. Guys, I always loved hearing because it seemed like anytime he went in to pinch hit, he got a hit. Mm-hmm. I think he sold the like, record. And I, I just liked his, you know, John Vanderwall. He just sounded cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was a guy that I was rooted for. Jamie Wright, those big prospects, and he's a big, tall, lanky right-handed pitcher and growing up I always I could be him mm-hmm. you know he was a superstar or anything I think later on at the end of his career he, he really found some success as a relief pitcher but for me he was always a dude that I always wanted him to do good and I always thought he had the stuff it just never translated but I loved him uh, you know um Somebody that always pops up in my these are just these some of these names that always I always think of is uh Terry Shumpert, mm-hmm. you know, the the utility guy who is always good. Mike Munoz, Mike, uh, Mike Munoz from uh left handed reliever, you know, in the the mid 90s to like 97. Those guys, um, who else is my one of my other guys that I just Brad Hopp was a really good guy that I was rooted for. And, of course, Todd Helton. Mm-hmm. I don't know how anybody could not, like, you know, think of the Rockies and Todd Helton. Um, those are probably – probably oh, and Jeff Reed. <laughs> Jeff Reed, their backup catcher. You know, he's – he was a – I just – these are names that I just remember listening to and hearing them on the radio – and you know this is back when it was Wayne Hagen and Jeff Kingery, uh, and and then you know transitioning into with Jack Corrigan, the, just hearing hearing those guys' names. Pedro Stasio was also one of my guys that I always loved. Um, Brooks oh. Kieschnick. I'm just throwing <laughs> out some of those some of those names. Greg Norton. These guys that just pop up because I remember, you know, they had. They had their moments. They were never all-star guys, you know, mm-hmm. big fancy names. But I just remember you know, a lot of those guys. They were just, you know, in college we we had a you know the phrase of being hustle. You know, the guys that hustle, dirt bags, grinders, and that's what I. Those guys that I'm mentioning, that's what I think of. Mm-hmm. You know, they had that mentality of they just go out and you look at them. Yeah, those guys just play hard or. You know, maybe they're not the best or don't have the great stats, but mm-hmm. yeah, and, and that's when it comes to the Rockies. That's that's what we have. Is <laughs> you look at the history. Oh, we don't. It look how long it took us to get a Hall of Famer and soon to be two Hall of Famers, hopefully with Todd Helton. But look how long that took, and you can maybe count on your two hands just the ultra stars. You know the the really really good players in the 30 years of the Rockies and most of those numbers are going to come down to Todd Helton, Larry Walker, and you can throw cargo Tulowitzki, holiday. Uh, he who shall not be named that used to play third base for us. 
<laughs> I think his cousin played for us. But guys like that, so it's a pretty small foundation of established players. And so it is a lot more of those guys that, yeah, they weren't superstars. They weren't going to be make or break for the team, but no, they were endearing in some other way. Good examples of some other way, these grinders and everything. I know like Ryan Spielborgs is one for us as well. We love Spilly and then everything. And no, he is those kind of guys. They're not superstars, but they're well-known fan favorites that you can always get behind. Now, and, you can notice Dustin has a lot more of those old school guys. Mine are more of the modern ones. Uh, of course, Todd Helton, Larry Walker, but Cargo and Tulo, DJ LeMayhew was one of our always one of our favorites. Michael Kadire was one of mine. Justin Morneau, no, and of course Charlie Blackman and CJ Crone <laughs> nowadays. And everything, but again, there's always those guys, those one hit wonders. I think our whole family we were the ones that. For some reason, we just love little Johnny Spark Plug. Johnny Herrera was was our guy for some reason because uh, we just liked him, like <laughs> liked how he played the game. But uh, in the whole history of the Rockies, though, you can look at through this on Twitter at, at every Rocky ever. I have gone through nearly seven hundred former Rockies. Also thrown in some minor leaguers in there. Russell Wilson even made the list on there after he signed after he got traded to the Broncos. So the Rockies have a wide, wide history in 30 years of players, former of former players, coaches, of minor leaguers that didn't quite make the cut that went on somewhere else that end up playing somewhere else, like Brad Osmus, all those kinds of guys, and. Uh, Hopefully we, we can all join in along the ride. Just kind of celebrate these guys, shine a light on them, remember them. And ideally we could even find some of these guys over on, on social media, invite them on, talk to them for a little bit, get their thoughts on their time with the Rockies and their baseball careers. But overall, I'm just really excited about this kind of opportunity. One to, to hang out with my brother and do this and, and talk about Rockies baseball. Cause there's a, it's a fun thing. We love Rockies baseball. And there's a lot of guys out there that know that they do deserve some recognition for all their history that they, I guess, contributed to the Rockies as a whole. Uh, but before we close this this thing out here, Dustin, in our initial pilot episode introducing everything, uh, any final thoughts here before we close out? Uh, just encourage people to go out there and, and check out that that Twitter page of every Rocky ever. And so also if you jump on there and, and send us your thoughts and your memories of, of those players and, and those experiences, like what, uh, what we're talking about. Um, Cause it's something I, I don't know that anybody else has done or doing. And when you look at the statistics of how many major league players there have been and how many people have been on the, you know, it's, it, it's pretty fascinating to see it's, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It is not easy. And playing for an organization like the Rockies, uh, you know, I, like I said, I'd, some of those guys with those little more obscure names, give them a shout out because it, it does matter. You, you made the big leagues. Mm-hmm. That's it's, it's an awesome accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Even if it was for one game, one at bat, 
or that you spend an entire career there. And we just like to, to celebrate that and you guys and to, to all those players that have no idea that they made any sort of impact on some kid from podunk southern southern mm-hmm. colorado you know mm-hmm. i think that's that's what we wanted to get at is yeah. bringing that and and just having fun with it yeah because we know there's a lot of those guys that may feel like they're forgotten or didn't have an impact and then i think that was the cool thing on the twitter account that was you know mike Dijon started in a jason uh, i can't remember last name bates can't remember his name yeah, J- Jason Bates. Jason Bates would chime in his kids and everything. Guys like that. Jason Hirsch, Brad Hopp, Marvin Freeman, Jeff Francis, ton of those guys. Uh, and as well as media guys like Drew Goodman and, and you know, Thomas Harding, beat reporters, Manny Rendawa, those kind of guys sharing this experience together in our memories. So as we go through and we talk about guys, and we'll definitely put it up on social media. Uh, you can follow it at every Rocky ever on Twitter and you can look through those old archives, look through the back tweets, uh, but we'll share those guys and ask for memories uh, and see what people have to say and what they remember about these guys and what they liked about them. And hopefully just have a lot of fun with this and, and celebrate some of these guys. Uh, so you can follow that. You can also follow the Rocky mountain rooftop podcast network at Rocky MTN rooftop which is a member of the Fans First Sports Network. That's at Fans First S at Fans First SN. And then you can also find me on Twitter, writing my purple row articles at sideline underscore crowd. And I don't know if Dustin has any tw- <laughs> social medias he wants to share, but on all the social medias I'm I'm on them um, at Mr. T Spanish. And I also did a little Side thing, I also big into the Colorado Avalanche. Mm-hmm. So I did this. I, I stole your idea, the idea that was out there and created an every Avs ever. And I went through the Colorado Avalanche, Quebec Nordiques. Mm-hmm. I think I got through all the Nordiques, but for sure all the Avalanche as of last year. And then mm-hmm. I just got too busy to keep it up. But uh, sadly, the NHL has more of a following on Instagram and not so much mm. Twitter, so <laughs> I never I never hopped over and did that, but mm. uh, that's that's what we're at. Yeah, if you want to see Dustin kicking bottles into a trash can, you can find videos of him out there in his classrooms teaching Spanish and watching Rocky's opening day with his students. It's a tradition. Good times. Well, that's going to do it here for our initial pilot episode here of every Rocky ever. We appreciate you joining along again, follow us on social media. Love to hear, hear from you and hear your memories and thoughts and everything and, and come along for the ride with a couple of brothers, just trying to fill up some time and give them something to do <laughs> and hopefully make just even a tiny, a little tiny bit of green with it, but not much, but then thanks for hopping on with me, Dustin. And until next time, folks, this has been every Rocky ever. Until next time, go Rockies. Woo-woo.